Evening folk, welcome to a special episode 29 uh, Bonfire Night edition and there's sure to be sure to be fireworks this week uh, as we dissect the hammering by Belfast that the clan got um, and then also discuss the how they just managed to scrape through I guess you could say in the Challenge Cup um, the Challenge Cup draw itself uh, and then what happened in the football at the weekend and perhaps some sneaky wee any other business uh, snippets but um, it's, it promises to be a, another good one Oh as ever hoping to add a bit of sparkle to your to your upcoming week <laughs> That's it uh, I'm trying to think of some more but maybe throughout it I'll, I'll shove in a couple more uh, wee firework puns Yeah um, that's the theme this yeah. week's theme yeah certainly hope to finish with that bang anyway so hey <laughs> oh well uh, Belfast certainly certainly had a banging uh, second period the game itself you, you were at it it finished 4-1 to Belfast um, only the one game this weekend for Clan um, yeah. and uh, it didn't from all accounts didn't sound too great uh, in periods of a performance. No, it wasn't. It felt about sort of flat overall. I would say um, not really many many highlights to take from it. To be honest, with you. Uh, first period was probably pretty even. Um, although I don't think I don't think either team were particularly great. Um, Belfast probably edged. I think they had a few chances, um, and Rumpole actually played quite well in that first period um, can't remember any clan chances really of no I think Belfast maybe uh, hit the bar in the first period um, it was a great shot actually I can't, can't remember who it was but um, yeah just sort of rang the bar and that you know should have perhaps given us a wee warning sign but um, didn't really take you to, from that and uh, I think you know like Escavani as well was um, absolutely on top form, uh, and he's you know he's one of these keepers that's, that's difficult to beat on a night like that. Yeah, he is a good goalie. Yeah, I mean we saw him face uh, face a lot of pucks um, in Edinburgh last year, but um, it was obvious from his his past kind of thing that he uh, he's a quality keeper. So I think quite often, obviously the last couple of games we've. Uh, only scored one goal. I think when a goalie gets in your head, we seem to to struggle to manufacture something. But um, only goal we did get uh, saw from the highlights, and as you said, quite a, a well worked short handed goal, uh, our first of the season, and finally uh, Pitt getting on the score sheet. I'm not sure was that his first goal of the season. Uh, I don't think so. Maybe maybe in the league. I, I don't know about. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Cup games, but um, he's he's got a few. I think it's more um, sort of the assists that he's maybe lacking in a wee bit. Um, yeah, it was it was a it was a well worked sort of breakaway, um, short-handed goals you say uh, between Pitt and Becker. And at that point, I was thinking that's it, they're back, and they're just going to start flying, firing, firing in the goals. Um, 
it wasn't to be, obviously. And, uh, and their, their first one kind of snuck in uh, Belfast. And, um, obviously, Blair Riley got, got a hat-trick on the night. I think the first one kind of just trickled past uh, Rumpel a wee bit. Um, so, I don't know. I, I don't think it was... It wasn't disappointing that he lost it. I think it was just one of those ones that he was a bit unlucky with. Um, yeah, and then, obviously, I think Belfast just kind of kicked on from there in the second period. Got three goals and climbed were sort of at sixes and sevens, really. Yeah, one of the one of the goals, I think, was a... Or it was a, a power play goal. Um, did it come about from, like, Fitzy trying to get Riley to fight or something like that, it looked like, almost? Yeah, um, I, the, the second goal was a power play goal, so it was um, Fitzy, you know, it's, uh, at it again, but I think, I think it was, um, he was speaking to, or he was, he was kind of roughing up Blair Riley, I think he was, he had made a hit on, it was maybe Howlett, um, and Fitzy obviously took it, took exception to it and sort of had that word in his ear and stuff, but right, um, just kind of trying to make something out of it. But yeah. um, they weren't they weren't biting. So um, yeah, during that power play, they, they went two 0 up. A good shot, actually. One of them. Well, I don't. I'm not sure if it was the power play goal or the third. Uh, Riley's third goal, but it was a kind of shot straight in the top corner. Um, but I mean he's he's obviously a, a good player and I think just judging by the uh, the interviews after it Pete Russell's well he, he didn't really seem too happy about second periods in general um, I, don't, I don't have the stats but uh, it does seem a couple of times a few times recently that the balance of goals scored versus goals conceded in the second periods of games is uh, Really bad, so to speak. Like we're getting, we're conceding a lot of our goals in the second periods. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's just, it's just one of these things. I don't know why it is or um, why it keeps happening, but um, for some reason the team doesn't seem to be able to play for a full sixty minutes. So, albeit I think with the exception of the Cardiff game, I think that was the uh, the one game that you could say that they probably played for. For the full sixty, um, and it's it's periods like that 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 have cost us really because that's you know a, another three goals conceded uh, in fairly quick succession in, in a period, and obviously um, we've had that before Dundee and uh, I think Coventry as well. Um, we just sort of seem to have a lapse in concentration or something. I don't really know what it is, but um, it's not good. Uh, Anyway, regardless. Yeah, because you can see that when it is close, we can play with uh, any of the teams in the league, so it is just disappointing to, to lose those goals uh, like we do. Um, the game against Cardiff, I guess, and then this one, um, only scoring one goal, I think you, you could maybe look at that as a potential concern, but I think sometimes... Certainly with Cardiff, it was just two good teams and two good goaltenders. Sometimes you just don't score, and that's the way it is. Um, yeah. What What was it like uh, against Belfast? Again, obviously we came up against a good goalie, but 
are there uh, chances there that you think we should really be doing better? Um, maybe I, I don't know. As I say, I think Beskovani was on really good form, um, and he's he's difficult to be at the best of times. I think. Um, some more probably in the third period we stepped up and we had a few opportunities um, but you know nothing really went in I don't think there was anything too clear cut either um, but I feel like kind of throughout the game as well we're trying to sort of keep the puck behind behind the nets and sort of against the boards and I don't feel like we were sort of getting out to the blue line and sort of trying to create a bit of space um, didn't really see that too much, uh, and then obviously I think it was a, a mistake from Sully from there that sort of led to their fourth. Uh, and then at that point, it's game over, really. Yeah, I mean, it, we outshot them quite heavily, sixteen to six in the third period. So mm-hmm. there's, there's obviously some pushback there, but um, yeah, it's hard to really say um, that there's anything significantly wrong. I think it's just trying to get that consistency and as it happens uh, the way other results landed um, that pushes us out of the the top eight playoff places um, which is not great albeit we've got uh, a few games on hand and the teams above us um, Sheffield have not been great uh, obviously this year they're above us now so that, that says that, that says something but you, you want to be further up than pushing further up the table than that. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's just, I don't, know if, I don't know, for whatever reason, we've just not clicked into gear yet. Um, I think we've got the players uh, that we can do. I don't think there's anyone that I would say is looking particularly weak. I know there was uh, some comments maybe on, on Facebook about players that um, should be leaving and stuff. And, uh, it's just it's just a bit of nonsense really and obviously we know that um, Pitt, and, Pitt and Becker haven't really hit the heights yet but um, they've you know they've done it every other uh, season in the league so I trust that they will come good at, at some point and um, hopefully it's sooner rather than later but yeah it's, um, it's just it's just trying to work out when that's going to be um, so uh, well, oh, do you, just on that, do you yeah. think then that Russell should maybe look at switching the lines up maybe a wee bit? Yeah, well, it's a, it's a, a worthwhile point. The first thing I was going to say is um, not that it really relates to the, the goals, but do you think we'll see um, a wee bit of Gary Russell at any point for the second period <laughs> in games? <laughs> uh, nah, slightly joking. I'm, I'm just wondering if, if at any point we will see... Gary Russell just to see how the team kind of reacts to that but um, yeah along the same lines uh, talking about lines I think you might you might see a wee bit of switch up obviously um, Pitt and Becca were uh, played together at the start of the year and then I think they were split up um, are they yeah. are they actually back together now um, or were they just no. out on the same? They're just out on the penalty kill. Yeah, they were just out on the penalty kill. It was just um, no, it was just more sort of, you know, they've they've kind of been keeping the same kind of lines uh, that they have been since the 
sort of started playing well and it's just maybe gone a wee bit stale because um, even the even the, the Peacock and Bierum and Hansen line that's kind of uh, sort of levelled out a wee bit as well um, so maybe it just needs a wee bit of, of a freshen up yeah potentially I mean I think obviously we've just faced probably the two best teams in the league at the moment uh, the two best defences there back to back yeah um, so changes could be a, a bit knee jerk but I mean maybe maybe I will look to put Pitt and Becker back together Um the likes of Stupka we touched upon last week, I think, has gone slightly cold. Um, but and yeah, that that line of Peacock, Hansen, and Bierum was kind of firing slightly, so maybe made up for the other guys. But um, now that 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 struggled in the last couple of couple of games, maybe we will we will change it. Yeah, I think just so on that point, it's all I thought. Um, you know, Stupka was probably that's maybe the poorest I've seen him um, since he's signed up with us. Obviously, it's just right. Um, he obviously had a, he wasn't the only player that was sort of underperforming on the night, but um, yeah, he just sort of stood out for me. I think. Uh, don't know. <laughs> I don't really know what else to what else to kind of say. It was just a sort of overall it was a poor a poor performance and a, a sort of poor night. Yeah, um, so the next uh, the next time we actually play is uh, is next weekend, and finally back to to two games, um, and it's back to back against probably unfortunately for us one of the form teams, uh, and your your favourite boys Coventry. Um, so just kind of projecting forward into that, uh, obviously they lost just. Uh, in overtime they're against Fife but they they're really playing playing pretty well and that's uh, it's kind of ominous especially if we're going to lack in confidence at home and they did beat us quite well last time they came up to Glasgow yeah they did um, they've been on a on a, a good run recently as well um, so uh, you know it's, it's, it's up to it's up to us it's up to Pete Russell and the team to sort of find ways to win um, and we're finding plenty of ways to lose recently so um, it'd be nice to see how we change our fortune yeah no that's, I, that's maybe all it is really it's just sort of yeah sometimes it's just the, the bounce of the puck or whatever it's, yeah. it's, it doesn't go in your favour but yeah I think I think that's a big game against Coventry um, you know you want to kind of make a statement against a team who's beaten you quite well last time Uh and uh, you don't want, I mean, against any team, you don't want any team sort of sweeping the series against you, I guess. Uh, yeah. Especially not at home. I remember how bad it was when, you know, Fife came in and, and did so well against us there. So uh, I think we'll be looking for a bit of revenge and um, maybe a, an injection of, of something, whether it's luck or, or whatever, will, will help us. But um, I can't say I'm too confident going into those games. No, definitely not. Um, especially when Coventry beat Cardiff in their in their own rink as well, six four on Saturday. Um, obviously, I lost to Fife in overtime on the Sunday, but yeah, um, it just kind of shows you what what Coventry are capable of as well. Yeah, exactly. And nobody, 
nobody expected them really, I don't think, to or any team to go to Cardiff and get the points. But Cardiff perhaps going through a bit of a sticky sticky spell, unfortunately still managed to beat us at the start of that what you could say sticky spell was um but uh, yeah, no, a great result for, for Coventry that was. Um in their, in Coventry's game on on uh, the Sunday they were cruising I, I guess really going into the, the third period I think 4-2 up and then there was a right. uh, five scored and then I'm sure Novo got a, a five plus game checking to the head penalty um, right. and then Fife kind of came back from that although Coventry did score with a few seconds to go really um, so a good a good win for Fife there who themselves haven't been haven't been great um, but yeah, I think I don't know. Obviously, I'd be more confident in the home, the home tie there against Coventry for us, but um, yeah. not not so much, not so much going down there. But um, we'll see. Really, um, was um, was Copriva back for Coventry on the Sunday? Because I know he had that. Uh, Mika Wake- a nasty collision. Yeah, no, I think he went to the hospital. Mika Wakeman was back from injury. Uh, right, he played okay. on the Sunday, uh, which I guess was good timing for them. Um, but yeah, no, Mika Vickman played. So, Copriva, uh, I guess, will be out for a wee while. I don't know if it's a concussion injury or whatever, but to have Vickman back's good. Um, albeit their uh, Headley, I think it is, their young yeah. World Cup's a, a decent goalie, so... Um, Always good to have their starter back, but yeah, it'll be a tough weekend. Uh, I think maybe I'm gonna say I'd be happy with two points out of it. We obviously, went four, but I, I can't see us getting anything in the away game. No, I agree. I think two is probably the, the best we can hope for at the moment. Um, just the way that we are playing and the way they got them playing as well. Um, I'm just just uh, looking at the the penalties and that. Um, Cardiff and Coventry again. Cardiff took took quite a lot of uh, penalties. Yeah, there was. I think there was a bit of uproar about it. Um, right. That some of the decisions were weren't great. Uh, but I think just in general, Cardiff didn't play that well over the weekend. Uh, mm-hmm. So a pretty deserved win, I think, in the end by Coventry, and then obviously. Cardiff lost 3-2 in Nottingham on the Sunday and uh, going through a wee blip, I think. It's fair to say, and to be honest, I didn't really see that coming. I never think, oh, they're going to win. They're going to win every game, but it shows how good they've been when they lose two games in a row and you think, what's going on there? Yeah, exactly. Or they lose one game. After they lost that that game at home, I'm thinking, what's going on there? Yeah, definitely. Um... Just looking at the the shot count as well for the uh, Nottingham Cardiff game. Cardiff had twenty shots in the full game. That's pretty much unheard of. Yeah, that's uh, maybe a sign that they weren't really quite at it. Um, Coventry, uh, sorry, Nottingham had quite a few. Did they not? I'm sure I heard Bounds had a good game. Yeah, uh, Nottingham had forty six. Right. Yeah. Shots the full game, so more than double what Cardiff had. So, um, but no, it is. Quite strange, actually. How um, I wonder if you if you looked back 
the last time that Cardiff lost two consecutive games. Probably have to go quite a quite a while back. Yeah, yeah. So they so... just they tend to sort of bounce back from that. Yeah, I mean it'll be interesting uh, going forward then to see see how they react to that. It, what what we'll do here is we'll kind of switch up the format a wee bit, and given that we've started talking about how teams got on, we'll then project forward with that specific team and then see what we think rather than going through each individual fixture. Oof, right. Uh, oh, just, yeah, just why not? Um, just while we're talking about those teams, I mean, Cardiff, um, they've got a kind of almost top of the table if you include games in hand clash kind of with Fife on Wednesday. Uh, they demolished Fife at home last time, but given the two consecutive losses, I think Fife might be uh, quite up for that one. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, both, I think both teams should be up for it anyway. Um, I don't know what's really going on at Cardiff just now, but um, hopefully they can, I say hopefully, but maybe they'll be able to put the, the bad weekend behind them and, um, and get a win there against Fife. Right, I'll take, I'm going to take Cardiff anyway, like, yeah, I think I, I think I will just take them to bounce back. Um, they then then go to Milton Keynes on the Saturday and uh, a massive game on Sunday against Belfast. Uh, I think they'll they'll probably be too good for Milton Keynes, uh, almost really regardless how they play. Um, but, this, but the Sunday one is is a a really good one because I think those two teams will be. Belfast and Cardiff will be the two fighting it out this year, just judging by how well Belfast have done recently. Yeah, definitely, I, I would agree with that. Um, that is going to be a, a difficult game to call. Um, I'm still taking Cardiff, obviously. That, I mean, I've said it. I'm said I'm going to take them for the rest of the season. So yeah, you did you, commit. You did commit to it. Even if they, even if they don't win another game for the rest of the season, they'll still be. <laughs> Still, still be forced to take them. Picking them, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so Belfast themselves had that 3-3, uh, and three, the second game being against us, but on the Friday the 2nd, they won 2-1 and 5, and then Sunday they won 6-3 in, in Dundee, and then a six-point weekend is, is the way to make a statement, I guess, if you're going for the league. Yeah, definitely. It's um, stuff that dreams are made of. <laughs> uh, yeah, for us. Yeah, we're we're a long way away from that. I think um, can't see that happen anytime soon, especially if you know all three away from home as well. Yeah, um, they've got that that long spell of away games like like we kind of do. They get it at, at this time, but they always oh, seem to right, be yeah. to be yeah. quite strong. Mm-hmm. You know when when they do that, but yeah, sorry, carry on. Um, no, I was just. I think it was just sort of finished my point. Just that, um, you know, it's, it's going to be probably difficult for us to, to even try and manage a four point weekend at this point. So yeah, um, it'll be worth celebrating when it does come along. Oof, definitely. Um, Belfast, obviously, next weekend of that game in Cardiff on Sunday that we mentioned, uh, but another tricky one on Saturday in Nottingham. Um, Again, quite tough to call that because uh, Nottingham have picked up a wee bit recently. 
Um, yeah. But I mean, I, th- I think if Belfast come out of those two games with two points, they'd probably be happy. Uh, preferably against Cardiff, but um, I think if they if they get the four, then it's it's genuine genuine title contenders. Not that I'm writing them off just now. I, I just still think Cardiff have probably got a bit bit too much depth. But I think if Nottingham if Belfast start to win four point weekends like that, then they need to be considered as contenders. Yeah, definitely. Um... I would, I would agree with that as well. I think if they can, if they can get four, then they need to be taken seriously. I think, um, and if that were the case, then where does that leave Cardiff? Um, potentially, if they, you know, if if they end up with, I think they'll beat Mount Keynes, but if if they somehow drop points against Fife as well, um, you know, where's that going to leave them in in terms of the the title race? I think you, you can't really drive them out I think but um, yeah it'll be different I think you know just the way the Belfast have been playing they've been in a good uh, championship form of recently yeah absolutely um, pretty impressive I think the last few times that they've played us certainly um, an efficient well drilled team uh, the uh, the other team I suppose who have really been doing quite well in terms of the table and, and still are looking pretty good. Fife, uh, they had that def- loss to Belfast at home on Friday, uh, then lost another close one to Manchester on Saturday, but then got that uh, that bounce back win against Coventry on the Sunday. Um, they're uh, a difficult one five because they go through spells I think of of doing doing really well and then lose a couple of close close games. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know what to make of them. I I think obviously they're they're doing well at the moment. I can't see them being strong enough to to challenge for the league, but um, they certainly um put up a better show than most at the moment. Yeah, definitely. I think they will sort of fade away at, at some point. Um, maybe that's happening just now, or um, maybe within a few weeks' time. But um, yeah, just you know, sort of dropping points against Manchester as well. So uh, Ferrari getting getting one up on Fife again, um, <laughs> yeah. as he always likes to do. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting as well because I think. Um, Fife play Manchester as well on Saturday, uh, albeit in Fife, but um, it's going to be another another tough test for them. Yeah, uh, Fife. Yeah, in Fife. I wonder if they'll bring Rosehill back uh, <laughs> just to just to skate around through that. But yeah, as you say, just just the one game for them at the weekend. So um, I think. For me, they've got to be pretty strong favourites to win that. Um, Any time, really, a team's got one game at the weekend, I think it's quite a big advantage. Maybe not us, but <laughs> but most other teams, um, five, five seem to uh, know how to play against Manchester up there. So um, I'd put them as I'd pick them as winners there. Yeah, I would agree. Probably just. Um, well, I think though. They'll be given a 
a good uh, a decent test of it. Um, I think Manchester as well playing Milton Keynes the night before um, at home. So you know if they can if they can take two points from that, then maybe they'll be they'll be in the mindset that perhaps four points is on the table um, for that weekend. So they might uh, you know they might give a good a good go at it, but. Um, yeah, I'm going to take five just in them. Yeah, and obviously if will be getting his fair share of uh, coins and whatever else tossed at him on that bench, I'm sure. Uh, obviously he had, that, he had that ban, was that a oh, one-game yeah. ban or whatever for the incident at Guildford, so uh, I think they'll be uh, trying to goad him into something up in Fife, as I'm sure they, they usually do, but We'll see. We'll see how disciplined Manchester stay in that one. Um, I think they're back to close to a, a full roster now, so that definitely helps. Um, but they've got guys who who definitely have got a, a short fuse, you could say. Oh, definitely, yeah. Um, as we've seen recently, so streaming to be seen. But I wonder if um, Affinity, as you say, if he's going to bring Rosehill back. But if if he just sits Rosehill. In the sort of row behind the bench, <laughs> just in case any flyer fans or any stars him. Yeah. Then Rosal just gets up. It's like that sit down. There is no plexiglass there. I suppose that's been the that's been the debate, hasn't it? So. Well, yeah. To be yeah, fair, exactly. I don't think I would be throwing coins if Rosal was sitting next to me. So. Uh, no, no. Maybe maybe it will work. Um, <laughs> moving on, there we've got. Uh, Sheffield, who also were one of the teams with just a, a one game weekend, and uh, it looks like they are starting to starting to pick up still or continuing the the form that they they've shown quite recently. A, a comprehensive win over Dundee, who themselves didn't really have a a good weekend from all accounts. No, um, certainly looks that way. You know, not even getting a goal. Um, I say that as if it's you know every team should be getting a goal every week, but I know. it's uh, they only had fourteen shots in the full game, Dundee. Um, so that's you know, and Sheffield had fourteen in the first period, I think. So um, if you want to talk about one side of the affairs, then that's that's the game for it. Um, yeah, just it's strange, you know, having uh, Ben O'Connor coming back and then. Steelers just uh, instantly picking up again. Um, I think he had a couple of assists as well on Saturday. Um, so he just jumped right back in and it's as if he's never left really. Yeah, and then Sheffield play Dundee uh, again next weekend, uh, away on the Sunday, and uh, Guildford at home on the Saturday. Um, they'll look at that probably as, as another potential four points. Um I think the Guildford game will be quite tough there. They're playing well. Um, but I'd probably just... I don't know. I'd probably just have Sheffield favourites there and also probably against Dundee at the moment who are kind of struggling. But I did confirm my stat that Pasha has never coached a winning team against Sheffield. <laughs> oh, well. I wonder... He, he'll definitely be aware of that. Um, the longer oh, it goes yeah, on, yeah. the more it, the more it will wear wear down on him. But that's um, 
yeah. I mean, he's had, well, it's probably as good an opportunity as any, but, um, yeah, it's not, it's not often you see Sheffield playing as poorly um, at the start of the season. Um, yeah, I don't know. Start. I think I'm still going to, I'm going to take Sheffield, I think, for both games as well. Um, yeah, I think they are starting to pick up now, although I think both games will be, will be quite close. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting just uh, looking at, at the table. Sheffield are now uh, seventh, I think. Um, yeah. So quite far, off, quite far off the top, and they have played more games. So uh, I think at, at the moment they'll just be looking to push on as much as they can. But uh, it's kind of ominous, I guess. They're not back to their best, but... Um, starting to starting to get in the mix again, and that's never good for a, a non Sheffield fan. <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, you know, there, there's not many teams that that aren't playing well, really, in the league. You know, I think that just sort of highlights how how good the league is this year. Um, it's as that way that sort of any team can win on, on any given night, and we've kind of seen that over the past few weeks as well. So. Uh, who knows? We might get a four-point weekend, but can I see it? Yeah. Um. Last few teams. Uh. Guildford themselves. That game against Sheffield. We've kind of put Sheffield as favourites for that. Uh. They then face Nottingham on the Sunday at home. Uh. A tasty wee tie there. Uh, <sighs> that is. I'd quite like Guildford to win that one. Uh, and I think they will. Yeah, I'm gonna pick Guildford as well. Um. Home advantage and all that. And I don't think that but I think the Nottingham are, are right back there yet. I think they've still got um a few sort of bad performances uh in them. So I, I can see a Guildford on that. Yeah, I saw something just before we came on, uh, about Henderson I think he is for Nottingham's out for four to six weeks after some incident in the Cardiff game. Uh, so I think it was Ben Blood people were saying there was I don't know what happened but uh, right we we bit of injury breaking injury news there Big um, Hendo Big uh, Hendo's it so that that's unfortunate but um, yeah Nottingham that, that they do love to they love to disappoint really so um, always a, a great looking roster maybe Maybe one year they'll finally click into place and start absolutely hammering people the whole season. But it'll probably be the year that they don't have a good roster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll be like our roster last year. We'll just be flying, win every game, hundred percent. Jeez, um, well, I mean, they signed Dotty already, so they're already true. They've started the started the the puzzle, first piece of the puzzle. Maybe they'll sign one a season from our team last year. <laughs> Uh, if if Dory's still playing in twenty years, then <laughs> yeah, you know, fifty year old uh, Ryan Petone or whatever. Um, <laughs> I mean, he was he was running at what thirty four or whatever he was. So I can't even imagine. Yeah, it was just for a guy who had such a good CV and that experience. Uh, yeah, it just looked so out of place. I think he never really got going. Yeah, it was. It's really, really strange. It was weird. I think you kind of saw that with with Jeff Ulmer as well. Um, 
albeit I think he he looked um, at least like he was sort of trying. Yeah. As bad as that, as bad as that sounds, but yeah, just, the Omer one. But Tony was just horrendous. Yeah, the Omer one. I think obviously the whole team was wasn't doing that well at the start of the season, and they kind of felt like a change was needed and thought that that'd be the big statement. Um, yeah. I think he'd have probably done all right throughout the season. I see he's now the Arizona Coyotes skills coach. Oh, is he? Uh, yeah, so... Um, oh, well, there you are. Just shows yeah. you. But he's obviously, he was obviously a good player, but yeah. Just... Maybe we can, we can, we can maybe make a list at one point of uh, uh, an episode where we've got players who we thought would be great but were terrible. And uh, vice versa. That would probably be quite fun. Yeah. Definitely, it'll be interesting to see some of the characters that come up. Yeah. Um, just finally, in league action, uh, Milton Keynes, we discussed how we think Cardiff will beat them on Saturday, but they go to Manchester on Friday. Uh, they'll probably find that quite tough, although they, they ran Guildford to two quite close games at the weekend uh, there, so... Maybe starting to find their feet a bit, but still struggling at the foot of the table. Yeah, I agree. Um, I just think that that's it's a tough place to go, Manchester, um, to try and get a win. And then uh, Cardiff on the Saturday as well. So, it's, you know, the games don't get any easier um, for them, unfortunately. I can't really see them picking up anything. Yeah, there was... Uh... I guess then, kind of moving on to the the Challenge Cup stuff. There were a couple of Challenge Cup games. One, uh, Nottingham beating Manchester on Friday. They are three 0 quite comfortable. Um, but the one of of more interest to ourselves was Guildford five, Milton Keynes two, and and that meant that we snuck through to the the Challenge Cup, uh, knockout phase in eighth place. Yeah, in- incredible really how that's even managed to come about. Uh, you know, con- so considering that we thought we were out of it. Um, I think the you know, uh, Milton Keynes sort of ran them close, as you say. I think it was sort of two each um, after two periods, and then Guildford kind of kicked on in the third period, uh, eventually getting the win. But um, it doesn't matter how you get there, it's just that you will get there. Um, I think the draw for that's tomorrow, as we're recording tomorrow. Yes, it is. Um, I just got up uh, in front of me, and um, well, I don't know. I said this last week, but I'm not exactly sure when the last time we got to the Challenge Cup quarterfinals was. Uh, it might be quite recently, but I don't really remember. Um, but anyway, I suppose something a wee bit. We a bit more interested in still in with a chance, I guess, of a trophy. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so the eight teams, the top four are seeded and basically get to get to pick their opponent. So um, Belfast <laughs> being first seeds get to pick one of Sheffield, Manchester, Dundee and uh, ourselves. And then also get, I think, home home ice they get the choice of first or second at home because obviously it's a two leg aggregate uh, yeah so yeah Belfast got their their choice of team there uh, just for a bit of fun out of those four who do you think they're going to pick uh, I think it'll be either 
ourselves or Dundee. I think if they if they pick us, it'll be down to sort of travelling aspect, probably. Yeah, uh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, Dundee, you you know you could argue are probably the, the weakest out of the the teams left there, but you know it is the sort of cup competition, so anything can happen. Um, I think even even us. Uh, I think we've spoke about it before, but um, so having teams over a, over two legs, you would maybe fancy us to maybe sneak something. Yeah, but it's you know it's kind of difficult. Yeah, I kind of agree actually with that they might choose us for the, the travel is a big thing for Belfast and we're kind of their closest team. Uh, mm-hmm. Not only that, they've been good against us uh, yeah. recently, and, and that makes a big difference. So. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see Belfast um, picking us. Then uh, Cardiff would get their their uh, shot, which, if we just run with Belfast against us, would leave Cardiff, Sheffield, Manchester and, or Dundee. Uh, you've got to think they'll pick Dundee there. Yeah, they could do. Although they could pick Manchester as well. Again, just sat down to travel. Again, it just yeah. sort of depends. I think Cardiff would fancy themselves against any other team, really. Yeah, they would. Um, um, maybe Cardiff would get a plane uh, and park on the tarmac outside Dundee, though. With all that <laughs> money that they've got. So maybe travelling not as much an issue. But, yeah, no, it still will be. Um, so maybe teams will, as you say, look to avoid Dundee. Um, but they certainly would pick Manchester over Sheffield, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think so as well. Then uh, Nottingham and Guildford are three and four. Uh, so, I mean, I, I don't really want to face. I don't think we're favourite in any <laughs> game, really. Uh, but uh, given that we've avoided those two, I think maybe Nottingham, uh, if Dundee are. Again, avoided by Cardiff. Uh, will they, would they pick Sheffield just because of this whole uh, big rivalry game? Maybe they would. Maybe they would see it as maybe. a maybe they'd see it as a money spinner. Yeah, they might actually do that. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just depends again. Um, if it's trying to get folk into the arena, then they might choose Sheffield over over Dundee. The glamour tie against Dundee. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, so Dundee, maybe are getting, Dundee are getting left out here, but, you know, they're, they're probably the, so far, they're the weakest out of the, uh, the teams that are in the draw. Yeah, maybe that'll be the, the chance for Pasha to break his duck against Sheffield. Maybe it'll happen in the Challenge Cup uh, on the way to Dundee, lifting the Challenge Cup. Who knows? <laughs> Could be. Um, Although, Belfast could pick Dundee straight off the bat and then and then we've got Cardiff, you would think. Yes, true. Maybe. True. Although Cardiff would still go Dundee and then if Nottingham pick us, I would I would fancy us. Yeah, Nottingham will that's, that's Nottingham absolutely bottle it against us. There's no yeah. way they'll pick us. I can't nah, even remember the last time we lost against Nottingham. <laughs> <laughs> Probably about three games ago, but Yeah. Now I actually think Nottingham will avoid us. Uh, we we beat them in Nottingham last time, and then obviously won up quite well at home. So we seem to seem to do well against them. 
Cardiff, again, they had that quite tough game against, well, really tough, close one. So will they have, maybe teams will avoid us more than we think, but we'll wait and maybe. see. Guildford, obviously, will get whoever's left over. Um, I'm yeah, sure something hilarious will happen in the, the live stream on the Facebook page anyway. Oh, definitely, yeah. I don't even know what's just... <laughs> I don't know how they're going to do it. Or, or what time is that even, I don't know. I seem to remember maybe seeing something last year or the year before uh, and the kind of owners were there. The owners or the... Uh, right. The directors and um, they basically just just made their picket. All the teams were written on paper and they just uh, declared who they wanted to play or whatever. Nothing really too exciting, um, but I guess a wee bit more interest than just uh, a usual league game. See what happens. Yep, I think um, just quickly on that, uh, I think the wee sort of media outlet that they that they had earlier on didn't tell you what time they were going to have the draw so so you've got to just go on the page <laughs> and go, keep refreshing just, it and hoping you need to go on at midnight and then so basically we, we, we've already fucked it because we need to be sleeping just now and then so I'll wake up at midnight and just keep going 24 hours yeah you're right enough actually why are we, why are we even doing this I don't know should yeah. be in a deep, deep sleep in it. Yeah, maybe we'll just treat it as a surprise and find out when we wake up uh, that they've made the draw at three in the morning or whatever it was. <laughs> well, I think like, according to the, some of the fixtures, I think later on in the year, I think Fife have got a couple of games at midnight. Do they? Well, I don't know. According to the website, <laughs> that'll be that'll be good. <laughs> I'm going to actually. I'm going to try and find them. I think they're they're sitting near. Um, Christmas, New Year. Right. Well, maybe maybe uh, they're trying to tie it in with uh, <laughs> Father Christmas coming down the chimney. There you are. Th- Thursday, 27th of December. Uh, five Flyers against Dundee Stars. 12 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be brilliant. <laughs> uh, they'll yeah. just be out for a few drinks and then they'll come straight to the game. Uh, oh, aye. Wednesday the second as well. Five again at home to Milton Keynes. Twelve AM face off. Sounds great. I think I'd still go to a twelve AM face off game. I think yeah. I would be more inclined to go if it was at that time. Yeah. Is a weird another Just... weird website thing, um in the, the <laughs> Belfast game. Welcome to the website yeah. uh, website episode. <laughs> the the Belfast game, they've got a penalty uh, called against Belfast uh, Kevin Rain I'm sure he doesn't play for them this year I'm sure he played for them last year who Belfast Uh uh-huh no he does does he yeah he does right well he was playing against us so oh right okay (laughs) that's my mistake then he's I'm getting my years confused Uh, that one's that one's your mistake not the not the website's mistake yeah that's poor that's poor knowledge I'll be editing that out (laughs) Yeah, the time. Yeah. Oh well, so um, I propose then that we move on to the the football stuff. Um, if you've got, uh, unless you get anything else. Not nothing else to mention. Right. Um. Well, it was uh, 
a quite a strong, quite a strong prediction weekend for me in the football. I have to say, uh, maybe yeah. only in one game. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Celtic pumped Hearts uh, pretty convincingly. Um, although I'm sure actually every other game we pretty much got wrong, so I can't be too can't be too confident. Uh, St Johnston beating Hibs, which was a bit of a surprise. Uh, yeah, you bet. And even even Hamilton beating Livingston. Uh, not sure I completely yeah. predicted that. Uh, Rangers win at St Mirren. I see there was another another few coins tossed. So uh, becoming it's becoming the kind of end thing to do. <laughs> Send a trend. <laughs> Yeah, people. I think it was a St. Mern fan, wasn't it? Yeah, thanks, this, so, yeah. this time it was a St. Mern fan. Yeah. Um, but no. Next, so, they're gonna. Um, you're gonna get scanned coming through, coming through the gates now, games. Yeah. Well, they did have. They had scanners at um, at Brayhead Arena a few weeks ago. Um, although I don't really know what they were scanning for, because it. Did almost they? certainly. Yeah. Yeah. Coming in the. Well, this was coming in the side, the other side. I normally come in the the entrance that's not the main one. Where the bar is? Yeah, the bar. Yeah, they had scanners. And I probably had coins. Uh, so they wouldn't have been picked up, but I don't really get know it, what that was for. Confiscated um, and added back to you at the end. Yeah. It's a massive queue coming out, coming out of the game. Just like that. How much money did you have? Yeah, it's like three, three forty, three pound forty, man. Yeah, they should start. They should start having in-play bets for the total amount of money thrown during during a game. Or just uh, everyone has their money taken off them, and then however much is in that is used as the kitty for the (laughs) fifty-fifty. <laughs> if that was if that was the case, I think people would just not be bringing money. Yeah, nah, no. But there'd always be there'd always be folk that forget. Yeah, folk, guys like, coming in coming in before a night out and all that. Uh, somebody like, just cashed a check. <laughs> hundreds of pounds in there. Aye, oh bastard. Or they won the fifty fifty the week before. Uh, Aye, and they come in with the cash the next week to spend it and then realise. That they've just created a, a rollover. <laughs> yeah, oh. absolutely raging. Yeah, Better maybe. Not speak about that too much, otherwise, club might start getting ideas. I know, I know. Can you imagine? Uh, yeah, so um, a, a comfortable win for Celtic. Yeah, um, surprising, I think. Although, maybe not. Uh, if you look at the recent games, um, the Celtic have played and. They're performing really well in um back to back to their best, and that's you know you're you're sort of without a few players as well, so it's nice, good to see. Yeah, I saw Craig Levine had uh, said that he uh, did not employ the correct tactics. Uh, I, well, the, I was, I was a wee bit of an idiot, you know. <laughs> that sounded exactly like I just played him his interview there. That was good. <laughs> That's good then. I'll add that to my repertoire. Yeah, Craig Levine. Um, nah, I mean, it, it looked looked pretty comfortable in the end. And yeah, as you say, 
starting to score quite freely now. A uh, good goal from Edward, I think, wasn't it? Um, yeah, first one. So uh, first and one, off the yeah. bar. Yeah, yeah, good one. Always looks better than off the bar, I think. Yeah, uh, definitely. It adds power to a, to a weak shot. That's <laughs> how it looks. Yeah. Um, Rangers getting that win at St Mirren uh, looked like lovely conditions there. Um, oh, that's, that was just the fans. <laughs> yeah, uh, nah. So uh, another potential banana skin there again because they they held Celtic at home a wee while ago, but they are really kind of struggling at the moment, St Mirren. Uh, so I guess really not not too much of a surprise in the end, but that Candace goal was. Definitely across. Oh, I've heard this. I've not actually seen the goals, but oh, yes. um, yeah, I've I've heard that as well. Although I, I think there was a there may have been another pitch invasion uh, when Candace scored. Was there? I know. It, I know. I'm he sure, I've heard to, that. He went over to the crowd. He got sent off. It was a really strange thing. He got sent off. Uh, kind of ran past Anton Ferdinand. I think it was. Uh, yep. kind of winding them up after they scored and then they were sort of just chatting to each other and then Ferdinand kind of had them in a almost like a headlock kind of thing uh, and then the referee sent sent Candace off uh, it was kind of funny but I didn't really know why he sent them off be interesting to see if that actually comes out because you can't appeal it was a second booking you can't appeal to bookings can you no, um, not that I'm aware of anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I don't think so. I've not seen it, but it definitely sounds sounds a bit of a strange one. Yeah. Um. What about the old uh, the old St Johnson getting a win at Easter Road? I think we both thought home win there. Yeah, it was a shocker. I don't know. Did we actually do predictions for? Because I think because there was a full card midweek as well. I don't know if we did. Oh right. Ah, well, in, it, in any case we'll just claim we got them all well, right then aye well you, you said uh, in particular that um, Celtic and Dundee was a matter of how many oh yeah so it was yeah and it was so that's right, the mid, that's right the midweek games yeah the midweek games um, Halloween games <coughs> but yeah. no I think St Johnson are starting to pick up a wee bit as well um, a couple of tricky away games. Um, yeah, two one nils, yeah. Yeah, away at Livingston and then Hibs as well. So, not easy places to go and to manage to to grind out uh, a couple of wins there. Um, that will be pleasing for them. They're starting to creep up the table a wee bit. Yeah, and kind of similarly, two two wins in the row uh, on the bounce from Motherwell. Um, albeit one of them was against Dundee. Uh, yeah. But, that's um, definitely that's helped them though. Yeah, no, that, that has um, their league position. As I well. think they probably get a wee bit too much quality just about to to be involved in that. Um, mm. I think Saint Mirren and Dundee are both looking uh, sort of struggling, so to speak. Um, yeah. But yeah, Kilmarnock Rangers uh, win each draw. I think. Um, I think Kilmarnock probably be a bit disappointed that they didn't didn't win that one, but uh, Stevie G didn't seem too happy uh, 
with that performance? No, um, it wouldn't be, I guess. But, uh, but come out of a, of a good side as well. And, um, although I think, uh, obviously losing losing to Aberdeen yesterday was uh, a bit of a left field. But um, I think overall, you know, Steve Clark's done a, a tremendous job since coming in there. And, uh, you know, he's <coughs> they're just one of those teams now. You kind of need to be able aware of um, whether you're um, playing them at home or away kind of thing yeah um, I know in that I think that uh, that pitch really does help them so I, as you say a bit of a surprise that um, Aberdeen did did beat them there especially after Kelly went 1-0 went up so uh, yeah. a wee bit of a, a surprise there and that just shows like how far Kamarnock have come. Uh, Livingston involved in two 2-1-0 games. Uh, yeah. 2-1-0 defeats, actually. Uh, yeah. First one to Hamilton and then, then at home to St. Johnson, who, as you said, have started to pick up. Uh, are Levy going to end up falling down the table a wee bit to where people thought they'd maybe, they'd maybe be for more of the season? Or I guess people thought they'd potentially relegation candidates but the start that they made has kind of extinguished that but maybe a bit of a slump recently yeah I think so um, maybe just kind of coming back to the pack a wee bit uh, I think they'll still be um, a strong team at home um, given their pitch as well not the best of conditions but um, that is what it is and you know, the game against Hamilton as well as on a plastic pitch as well. So um, we just wonder, um, you know, if they're just hitting a wee bit of a slump now and um, maybe they will come back to the pack, but uh, just remains to be seen, I guess. A couple of narrow defeats though, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, still in games. Um, and I had obviously naively mentioned the coin in there um, before actually talking about the the Edinburgh Derby midweek uh, seemed like a, a shite nil-nil. I didn't actually see it, but um, from all accounts, it wasn't great. But uh, the the main incident was the the coin that, that hit Lennon at the end. Um, he seems to be a bit of a a bit of a victim when he <laughs> when he goes to Tyne Castle. Uh, was it not there that the guy the guy ran the fan ran on and attacked him? Yeah. Uh, was that was, when he was Celtic manager? Yeah. Right. Uh, it was a while ago. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just seems to be attracted to that kind of thing. Um, I think it was just the way he was uh, celebrating hearts disallowed. Yeah. yeah. That is just, that's really, that's just kind of what f- Scottish football is all about, really. I know it was, um, I suppose it's, to be fair, if uh, if you imagine that that was that you were in that that position and the opposition managers kind of running around at that, uh, it would annoy you. But um, I think it's fair to say we'd agree that uh, coins are maybe a, a, a bit of a step too far. Um, yeah, I mean it's 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 all right having a bit of, a bit of banter back and forward, but um, you know it's a. Uh, 
crosses a line when it comes to sort of sectarian stuff and uh, you know just stuff like that that sort of gives Scottish football a bad reputation and uh, yeah well that was the main thing that came out of that game wasn't it uh, yeah so I think even if it was a belter uh, that's all we would have really heard about so uh, yeah not the best um, the other I guess game of note that we always like to cover was uh, unfortunately another pumping for Thistle uh, we got hammered 5-1 by by uh, Morton on Saturday uh, and uh, Gary Caldwell not, not quite having that impact that maybe some people thought he was going to bring, bring back Archie yeah or maybe people didn't think he was going to have an impact so I don't think I don't think an uh, an Archibald team would have lost five one. I'll just say that I'm not going to say whether Gary Caldwell's you know the right guy for the for the job or not. I think that's you know time will tell. But uh, certainly not not a good start and uh, not the best way to get fans on your side. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Looking forward, then uh, we've got some uh, European action. I believe this week. Uh, oh yeah, oh, I almost forgot about that. But yeah, Celtic at home to <laughs> to Leipzig. Um, obviously showed that, that they were a good team. Uh, in the the reverse fixture a couple of weeks ago, so um, you'd like to. Th- I think Celtic probably need to win win all their remaining games to to get through. Would that be reasonable from the position that they're in? Yeah, probably. Um, you, you're probably looking at at least two wins. Um, yeah, maybe not mathematically win all games, but and then so I take it from there. But uh, you know, I think I think we can take something against Leipzig, but uh, I think we kind of we kind of showed that a wee bit uh, in Germany, but um, wasn't enough, and it didn't last long enough. Uh, and I don't know what it is. It's just uh, when it comes to European competitions, Celtic just can't perform the way they do. But then I don't, I don't know if it's just a sort of tactic thing, um, because I think you know, sort of keeping the ball and holding onto the ball and uh, doing all that sort of game management stuff, I think works a lot better in, in Scottish football than it does uh, playing against you know teams with better players and sort of higher opposition. In Europe, I don't think you you can play the same way, um, and that's maybe why you know Celtic haven't been doing as well in Europe. But um, that's Brendan Rodgers' philosophy, so I you know I don't see that changing. So yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I think there is obviously a, a tactical kind of team setup element to it. Um, I think obviously having that that philosophy is is great, but when it comes to European stuff. I think you do eventually want to start seeing Celtic picking up some some points. Um, so I think he's maybe got to look to to change that. I'm not saying play defensively, but maybe be a wee bit more um, compact and things. Uh, albeit yeah. they're at home, so that I still think they should be looking to push to to win that game. Um, Leipzig probably make they made quite a lot of changes. Uh, didn't in that first game, so mm-hmm. um, yeah, probably it's probably between Celtic and them for 
second place, I think, by the looks of it. Um, so, yeah, by all means, uh, go for, go and try and attack, but I think uh, sometimes it does call for being a wee bit more uh, cautious at times. Uh, yeah. Well, they, they do seem to have this this thing where they're losing a couple of goals in quick succession, which is never really ideal. Um, I'm sure that's a couple of times recently where they've conceded and then conceded again quite quickly after, so that's something to sort out. Yeah, so take an early for a clan's book. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, Although, if it was proper clan stuff, they'd be waiting until a few seconds from the end. <laughs> yeah. Although, in football, obviously, you never quite know when the end is with uh, extra time, so you can't you can't be that you can't be that risky. Uh, no, true, true. So, um, yeah. And uh, the other Scottish interest Rangers are away to Spartak Moscow. Um, mm. If only uh, Aidan McGeady was still playing, it'd be a wee bit a wee bit more interest in that one. Uh, but yeah. I think that that would be quite a a tough game for them. I think. Um, I don't. I didn't see the first leg, but uh, I don't think it was really that great. But maybe they had some chances, um, and who knows? Uh, really, it's Spartak Moscow's the the astroturf pitch as well, isn't it? Have they still got that. Yeah, I I don't know if they've still got it, but they no. definitely yeah they definitely did have it. No, so, no Gary O'Connor either. For that's true. Yeah, so it'll just be like going to play at Levy. Definitely. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, um, I think they'll they'll be doing well to to get a point out of that. Um, Rangers obviously definitely do know how to sit in in Europe. That's for sure. Um, and probably they'll do the same. So yeah. I don't know. Potentially happy with the point there, but um, yeah. Yeah, I I think the position that they're in, I think they'll be happy to a point. Um, given that it's away from home as well, and yeah, I think they drew with them at home <coughs> too. But I think Spartak were sort of in the midst of changing managers, and yeah, I think a, a few of their players didn't travel um, as well. So I don't know what the situation is there. I don't know if they're going to have those players back in for this game or not. Remains to be seen. Yeah. Looking forward to the, the weekend then, the games. Uh, the big one, obviously, uh, is on Saturday. And I'll just delay slightly till I find out. There we go. Um, no, in fact... Friday. Aberdeen Hibs Friday. No, nah, never mind that. Thistle are playing Inverness. Three o'clock on Saturday. That's a big one. Oof. Um, that's tricky. Uh, away win. Done this. Away win. Um, nah, so Aberdeen Hibs on Friday. Um, it's a difficult one. Um, Hibs will be looking to bounce back after uh, and beating at home, but Aberdeen are hitting a bit of form as well. Um, so a tough one I call. I'll say score draw. I'll go. I'm going to go two one Aberdeen. 
Hey, on to Saturday, Dundee St Mirren. What a classic. <laughs> I mean, could you? I mean, could you pick a a more dull, a more dull game to you? It's going to finish six all, isn't it? Ah, that that would be great. I know. I think so. It would be goalless. Do you? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe St Mirren might might sneak it. I think St Mirren will win that. 2-1 Interesting Hearts Kelly Oof That's a tough one as well actually That's kind of get draw written all over it to me That would be ideal but um, It would for Celtic yeah Just kind of sitting on the fence For every game this week And going to take a draw there as well Right Yeah I think uh, One each <clears throat> One yeah, each or, One each or nothing each Let's go one each uh, Yeah St. Johnson, Hamilton. St. Johnson. Agree. Sunday, uh, two big boys, Livingston and Motherwell, are playing. Mm. Uh, obviously not each other, but it was it was a badly a badly phrased joke there. It didn't go well. <laughs> um, Livingston, Celtic, twelve o'clock. Um, what do you think there? I think, given Celtic have kind of picked up, I think they'll win that one. Um, maybe fairly close though. Uh, I'm going to go 3-1. Alright. Yeah, I think it'll be fairly close as well. Um, I'll pick Celtic 2-0. And Rangers Motherwell? Motherwell uh, always kind of tend to give Rangers a game but it seems more at Fir Park so I'll take Rangers I'll go uh, 3-1 yeah that sounds about right I'll go that as well for me. why not right, so um, that's where predictions uh, I think you had uh, previously mentioned that you wanted to bring up something about um Somebody's somebody's head. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I did. Um, I, this wasn't a wasn't a dig at um, any any of our pals in particular, but um, no, it was it was more to do with the uh, the sculpture of uh, Mo Salah that seems to have appeared on the news this week. It's. Uh, <laughs> It looks absolutely atrocious. Have you seen it? I have, and it reminds me. <laughs> it reminds me of the Ronaldo one. Remember the, oh, that, yeah. that attempt at doing Ronaldo. Um, forget that. Where actually is this statue? Uh, so <laughs> I don't think it's anywhere in particular. I think they, they were kind of moving it about. So I think it's in Sharm El Sheikh just now in Egypt. Right, is it d- done? It, it was made in Egypt? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Right, yeah. I suppose that makes sense. Yeah. It looks really weird. It looks like, um, you know, there's a, like the power pod things. Yeah. It kind of looks like one of them as well. Football crazy chocolate mad. Yeah. Grab a power pod and play football with the lads. Or Mo Salah in this case. Yeah, it's 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 just uh it's really bad and it's it's as bad as that Ronaldo one was. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's a kind of 
Aye, it's, it's a good put this on Twitter as well. Um, it kind of looks like the guy um, Marv from Home Alone. <laughs> yeah, it does, yeah. As well. So that was good. It's pretty funny. No, it does. Um, it doesn't look anything like Mo Salah, but it looks pretty funny. No, I'd agree with that. Um, who who do you think, just anybody in general, would be a good candidate uh, for a shite statue? Uh, in terms of a, a footballing sense? Anyone. Any sense. Anyone. Any sense. Who would look <laughs> shite as a statue? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Just sat quickly off the top of my head. Maybe, maybe Zlatan. Uh, but I think would, yeah, they'd get they would be he, terrible, wouldn't it? Or he kind of looks more like a caricature. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, if, you know, if you're on holiday or something, like that, yeah, you get these guys that are that do caricatures. I think if you, I don't know, I just I just think Zlatan kind of looks like how a caricature would would draw someone. Yeah, I, I do. So I do I know what you mean, actually. Yeah. Um, I can imagine Prince Charles looking at funny in a statue. Oof. Uh, I mean, probably won't be long before in, you see one. Or just in general, yeah. Um, uh, does that mean when, that, that a statue of uh, Marv from Home Alone would, <laughs> would look like Mo Salah? Maybe it would. Maybe we could ask him to do Ask the guy that's done that, that sculpture to do one of... Um, not only Marv, but just maybe maybe both the wet bandits. <laughs> <laughs> see see what he comes up with. I It'd think be Joe, it'd be Joe Pesci. Yeah, well, exactly. That would look. I think they should make a a statue of um, Ashley Young when that bird shite landed, <laughs> <laughs> landed in his mouth. <laughs> oh yeah, we can maybe just play as a hologram and so, or. A, it's a projection outside the outside Old Trafford or something. Yeah, that would be great. Um, <laughs> Donald Trump. Trump, yeah, there must be one of him already. Must be. He's probably got a few of them. Guaranteed, yeah. To be fair, I mean, not that I'd make a statue myself, but um, if you've got that much money and you're running out of things to do, maybe statue kind of comes into your radar a wee bit. Um, in the same sense, like your. Alan Sugar, you can you can imagine a statue of him. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely imagine. massive ears. <laughs> He'd like a basketball. Yeah. But yeah, like yeah. Well, that that did I tell you about that time when he, he blocked me on Twitter because I said that. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> that's this is maybe about five years ago or something. But to be yeah. fair, that's that's an achievement actually getting attention off. Either him or somebody who looks after his account. Yeah, I uh, know it was it was quite a quite a coup. Did you not get the same from Duncan Bannatyne? Oh uh, yeah, I get the same treatment from him. Um, I can't even remember what that was about. Uh, I don't know. There's a few others, but maybe going to that another time. Yeah, absolutely. We can we can compile a list of uh, people that have banned you. Um, and uh, people that you wish had banned you as well. Oh yeah, that would that would be a good list. 
we can do it in a, a EIHL Department of Player Safety style uh, <laughs> presentation as well. Right, okay. Oh, I like where this is going. Yeah, it sounds great, doesn't it? It does. Um, Alright, I didn't actually have time to look at some other stuff. Uh, so, okay. um, I think I, I propose that we just end it there. But, um, Alright. I... Uh, the only thing I did have was uh, guys guys obviously working at the house I needed to be in for um, and they were they were doing some electric work uh, and uh, <laughs> one of the guys was turned out he was a sort of amateur darts player I was listening I could hear them they were shouting they were shouting enough for me to hear everything they were saying so one guy was an amateur darts player and the other guy was just so loud uh, they were kind of fist. <laughs> they were kind of fist pumping and all this after. <laughs> after they did something, they were running like a a pipe under the ground, uh, and they were sort of celebrating. Yeah, after they managed to do it, which was strange, but I didn't want to look out the window directly at them, but I could hear them, and it was it was funny. So it gave me a good laugh. Uh, they were shouting. Like, how did you yeah. know he was an Yes! Teamwork! Here we go! <laughs> I tell you, Jimmy, I tell you this was going to be easy. Here we go! <laughs> Stuff like that, so good laugh. How, how did you know he was a, an amateur darts player? Because uh, he was talking about uh, how the guys that he plays with, you know, it starts to get busy at this time of year because the World Championships are on. Uh, and how he was saying... I've got a game, we've got a tough game this week and some something about teams that I've got to buy into the next round, so All right. don't know where he plays, but maybe maybe he'll be the next the next guy up at the Alley Pally and I'll point him <laughs> out as being my it used to be my electrician. <laughs> you fixed my electricity. <laughs> you put a pipe in my, my road. Exactly. Claim to fame. That's it. Definitely. Um, yeah, so um just on that sir, but inconvenience. Uh I was up at the West End yesterday, uh, driving home, getting down to Charing Cross, the bad traffic building up. That's fine I'm running onto the Kingston Bridge, so I'll just sit and wait on it. Get down to the, the junction for the Kingston Bridge, road shut. Just there and then. No no other uh signs. Or anything to let you know that the road's shut until you actually get there. Just what an absolute waste of time. If I were talking about critical mode, I would I would do this <laughs> yeah, just by myself. Wait but, until the last minute to tell you. Aye. Just a total disaster. Was, was this when you were on the way back from the the old light show? Oh no, that was um, that was on Friday night. Oh, right, okay. Um, we just we went yesterday because it was fairly nice I mean I'm, I'm boring everybody now they're talking about this but just went for a walk and then it was just sat driving back no, that's, told, uh, that's fair me, enough that's, that's worth worth a mention that's what this platform gives you exactly um, I just I want other people to be outraged by it as well yeah you should be venting that kind of frustration um, alright um, that's it for our, our bonfire special um, I'm off to, to find a few sparklers and 
light up some Catherine wheels. <laughs> Going out with a bang. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, bolt your rocket kind of thing. Um, <laughs> that was my next one. Never was that it? lined up. All right. Never mind. That's me, I'm out. Yeah, exactly. Cheers for turning up, folks, uh, and we will speak to you. No, we won't. <laughs> we won't. Well, we will. I suppose we will. I suppose we will. We'll speak to you, but you'll never speak back to us. Yeah, we'll speak to you next time. Uh, well, maybe you will speak back to us. It's always if, fun. If you do see us at games, then speak to us. Yeah, it's always fun. Uh, thanks again, uh, and uh, enjoy your, enjoy your uh, bonfire night. Exactly. Uh, see you next week. <laughs>